our next feature is no surprise to the custom bike movement. I mean, he's actually, this is the second time he's come on our show. We, we really, really, I mean, he's just got too much of a history not to, to be able to contain it in one show. We need to talk about it a few times. I think people, uh, they've come back to me and said, can you bring him back on? Because I got questions about, you know, building bikes and design and everything. So, you know, this is a guy who's been doing it for 20 plus years, right? He's one of the guys that I, that, like, invented the stretch custom to me, right? Uh, and he's probably the guy that's most copied in this whole movement, most prolific builder, one-off, first on many, many things in the custom bike movement, and he's still doing it strong. So, like, yeah, I, I remember seeing something. He, uh, we met, uh, what was it, 2019? He, you bought a couple of bikes, or 17, I forget where it was. Yeah, probably OBG. 17 or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah you he came down bike. and brought one of, one of his. Yeah, you brought one of his, and you did it with the sort of uh, dimple tubing. That yeah, was hammer like a, tubing and hammer tubing. That that was like a so like Sam, you know, you're doing square tubing and diamond profile. Like wow, you know, in the noughties, right? Some yeah. two thousand what? Oh, early two thousands. Like I said, you know, three or probably two thousand three, four. You know, it all you know started going, and then you know tried working with some other materials too, and and uh, such, and you know, but uh, I did a few, a couple aluminum frames back in the day, but uh, I think one's still rolling around, and I don't know where the other one is, but uh, they're in Europe. I think there's a fluid kind of, or no, a morgetician, that type of deal that's, you know, full aluminum. And, oh, yeah. Uh, but but it's just too expensive, and, you know, uh, you know, it's a hard material to work with, and, and like I said, you just, there's a lot of waste when you're building these custom bikes with these curves, and you know, and if you're working with them, you know, Cromoly or something, it's, you know, you're going to be throwing away, you know, lots of money, like hundreds of dollars, you know, I probably throw away hundreds of years and just, you know, scrap ends off, you know, you're cutting a tube and, you know, and I'm, you know, and like it all adds up. Right. So, and that's where, if you are building, like I said, you know, you're going to definitely wreck some stuff and, and, uh, you know, you're going to build some stuff and laughter, you're going to think it's a shit. And then a month later, you're going to build something better. And you're like, uh, you know, this is a piece of junk. This one's way better. Right. And that's what you kind of do when you start building on your own. You just kind of strive to, to, you know, beat the next one or make the best bike or, you know. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you know, once in a while I do something, I'm, like, trying to, like, up myself, up my game, right? And, you know, just – or up the design. Like, you know, maybe I'll try this or, you know, maybe I'll try that. And then you do it and you think it's cool for a day or two and then you look back and you're like, oh, this sucks. Or, or else you do hit the home run, right? And, you know, and I've hit the home run on a couple bikes and – you know, I'm, you know, I'm sure some other guys have, you know, hitting the, you know, feeling that kind of wave too. They're, you know, getting the home run, you know, and the home run to me is a bike you've been building for, you know, over a decade, you know, where it's the fluid's been, you know, probably 07. So, you know, it's getting old. It's not nothing new. It's old, you know, and, and, uh, the FBR, you know, I still, that's an old one. That was a hit back in the day too. And, and, uh, you know, people are still kind of wanting that too. And, you know, that's kind of cool. You look back, like these bikes are like, some of these bikes are 20 years old and the guy's still on them. Like, so, you know, 2021, you know, these bikes are, you know, early 2000s and guys are like still looking at them going, wow, I want one, right? When there's all these other guys now making it, you know, doing all their stuff. And, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy to see how it is. And, you know, now there's guys building and, and this and that. So, you know, hopefully we get in a little bit and, you know, people some ask some questions about, you know, building today and ask questions about, you know, maybe, you know, how did, how do you market or how, you know, how do you, you know, 
how do you take it to the next step or how do you make the job or, you know, things like that. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're leading into what you're just talking about right now. And I think that we're already starting to get some questions. I think we need to get into talking about fire bikes, you know, how the hell you've, you're still around after 20 years doing this stuff and why and, you know, what is it that keeps driving you and what designs and what, what about, because like you, like you said, um, you've had some hit and misses, um, you know, what, what are you building for? Like you're building for like yourself to like something cool. Are you building for people to buy it? You know, like, is it something that you feel like, you know, if it's not cool to you, then, or do you, do you like look at it and say, well, can I reproduce that easier and make a lot of them and, and hopefully it's a hit. I don't know. How do you, how do you think about things like that? Um, I don't know. I usually like, like back in the day, to be honest, cause there's nothing like what I was doing. Everything was kind of a hit. You know, because no one's seen anything like it, you know, but then you get some, you know, you get some of the extreme designs and, you know, people like there's, you know, there's a select margin of people, you know, that want the big, huge curves and points, you know, to be honest with you, most guys want it just more, you know, fluid. And that's kind of where the fluid name come from. You know, it just kind of flows nice and everything just kind of works together, you know, so. Um, and I, I build my bikes. You know, I'm not getting rich or anything like that. I, I build them just because I love building them and I love bikes. And, uh, you know, and uh, sometimes, too, I'll just once in a while, I'll just get in a zone where I'm like, I want to build something new and try pushing myself, you know, because you see everyone doing their, you know, lately all the same old thing. And one guy's, you know, I'm doing a tail dragger, you know, so everybody jumps on board and ah, I got to make a tail dragger. Like, fuck, come on, guys, let's fucking step it up. I've seen one. I've seen them all like. I want to see some new shit, you know, and you got all got imaginations. Everyone does, or, you know, you got ideas, try to take them and what's the worst can happen. You know, you don't, uh, you don't make the coolest bike, but you made a bike. And then the next one just, you know, gets better and, you know, improves and, or, or you could just copy someone's bike. You know, I guess it depends what you want to do with it. You know, like back in the day, you know, we kind of had an honor system, you know, like, you know, guys are like, hey, man, like, you know, if I was stepping on your toes here, or do you mind? Or, and this is what I'm thinking of. And, you know, and nowadays we don't get that. You're just like, you know, all for one, one for all type deal. And with some guys, and, you know, or, you know, some guys think they came up with everything they've done. You know, like, no, buddy, the handlebars have been invented a long time, and so are the fucking wheels. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like anyone can fucking spoke a wheel and anyone can bend a set of fucking handlebars. You know, sorry if you piss some people off, but that's just how I feel. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you are uh, an originator. You're a pioneer. You're an inventor of things. Of course, you're going to be frustrated with people that copy, right? I mean, cause yeah. our, our, whole, our whole movement is about being unique and, and, and like, like being unique and cool, right? I mean, I guess that's what custom bikes is more about. Like, we want to be unique. But we also want to be cool too. We want it to look good. We want it to flow, fluid, as you say, or something. You know, designer, anything. But you're, you're, you, you saying like maybe some people might get into the game and copy one of your bikes, and just because they maybe maybe they can't imagine your bike is what they, you know, they imagine, hitting, yeah. you know, like that's everything. Like I just want one of your, you know, FBRs, you know, or you know, whatever, like. 
that was just something that got me in the, in the, in the, in the beginning, um, liking yeah. the bikes, like square tube FBR. And I was like, Oh man, that's amazing. That's cool. I, I just for nostalgic reasons, I'd like to get an FBR. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, like people don't like those bikes are fucking old, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and some of them, there's not many of, of some of them and, you know, things like that. But, you know, like for a guy starting out building, like, you know, I know a couple guys and they build shit like, you know, around here and they're worried about, about building a website, man. And then I got to make these kick-ass fucking business cards. And meanwhile, they haven't done shit. You know, they're too busy running around planning their, planning their websites and this and that where just go out and do it. Or, or they're playing on their computer, drawing a whole bunch of CAD bikes and, you know, like, you know, <laughs> like I, I don't draw stuff. Like if I draw stuff, it's like three seconds napkin. And I'm like, ah, I think I'd go with this. Right. And, uh, you know, so there you, you go. Know, like, I mean, how you do it? I mean, that's another good question to ask you. Is like, do you ever draw it up? You know, do you, I rarely, do you like I rarely draw anything up. Like, unless some guy kind of like, what do you think? And I'll just do a little chicken scratch on a napkin. And like, if someone people showed them, it's like, you know, nothing spectacular. And but main time when I did something, I just sit at the table and you know, in the beginning, I just like, what about if this goes here? Oh, that might work, you know. And then what if this goes here? Yeah, okay. And that's how a lot of the one-offs came off too, because like you put it together and like, you know, you think it's cool that day. And then, you know, the next day you sit back at it and you're like, yeah, that don't work. Or, whoa, it's still cool. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, it all depends. Like you said, I'm sure you've built stuff and you know, one day you're like, this is a cat's ass. And the next day you look back at it and like, I can do better than this. You know, I, I can top this. And that's what it's all about when you, I think with most people, like for me, when I'm building, I'm trying to top top the next bike or push the design or something like this. When I build my next bike and it's a different style, I'm not really doing it to make money. I'm doing it to push myself and grow as, as a designer, you know, as a fabricator, you know, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm not looking at like thinking, ah, hundred people are going to buy this. You know, I'm not looking at it like that. I'm just looking at. But why, why shouldn't we? I mean, it's 20 years down the road now. You're not giving up your day job. I mean, so why, why not like double the price of everything you have right now? Why, well, why do you still sell it for so cheap? I mean, really, I honestly, I believe your five bikes, you've been selling that those frames for like the same price forever. Right. I mean, you hardly yeah. gone up. And yeah, I, I do it. I, I do it mainly too. So, so a guy can have one of my bikes. You know, well, I, you know, I mean, because most guys, most guys get one of my bikes and, and I'm not an easy guy. Like I'm not on the, on all the forums, pumping pictures and this and that. Like I'm pretty hard. Like, unless you, you look into the history and stuff, you're just not going to find, it. you know, I'm kind of like, we're, you know, and we kind of, I kind of got like a little cult following too. I got guys that just fucking love my shit. And like, you know, they've been loyal followers for, you know, 20 years, you know, and, and, uh, you know, yeah, I kind of do it for some of those guys. So they'll come back and, like, Sam, I want another frame. I'm like, man, you bought, like, fucking 10 bikes off me. You want another one? You know, like, yeah. I'm not going to gouge the guy. Build those bikes. Build those bikes. Like, but, like, in in the regular world, guys that don't, you know, the hardcore guys that are not watching this show right now, the guys that are coming in the future are going to watch this show. Guys never heard of you, but they want one of your bikes, right? And really, yeah, your guys, your, your – uh, loyal fans or your lo your loyal clients that been like yeah keep keep it like special for those guys but like the future your your bike frames are worth at least double what you're charging for it right well now. yeah really? some of the old stuff i i think it is and and the future looks for me 
to be honest with you, man, I'm like, uh, I've been building bikes a long time, you know, and I, I'm slowing down when I, you know, I used to be, I could pump those bikes out like crazy, you know, and I'm at the point now, you know, I'm getting older and busier and, and, uh, you know, I'm still doing it cause I love to do it, but I'm just doing it cause I love to do it. I'm just looking to do it to make a little money now and pay for my next adventure, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I'm doing it just to keep good. I, and I'm doing it just to keep those people that really want it and, and to keep it alive, you know, and if I ever decided to get back into it full time again, you know, I'd probably join all the Facebook, you know, like if I want to get in, I'd join all these bike groups because there's like, I don't know, probably a thousand bike groups. I don't have a clue, but there's lots, you know, back in the day, there's no Facebook, no whatever it was going on finding a bike shop, sending an email, hey, man, I make these bikes. What do you think? You never hear back, you know? You know, and, and now, like I said, there's so many opportunities to show showcase your stuff and promote your stuff. Like I said, you got Instagram, you got Facebook. And Facebook, like I said, you go on like 20, 30 groups. You're going to find one guy on one of those groups, I would say, if you push it to the work and that, you're going to find one guy a week if you got, you know, got something that people want and he's going to buy your bike, you know? with just a little popping the odd picture here and getting on there and, you know, talking and, you know, chit chatting. And, but for me, I got so much going on. I don't have time to, you know, maybe some people look at it. Well, you know, it never comes on my form or whatever, but I'm just like, I got lots on the go, you know, nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm into cars big time and motorcycles and I'm into old stuff. And I, and, you know, I love building that and I built a lot for other people. And now I'm just like, I just want to do something for myself, you know? I'm getting older now. I'm slowing down, you know? So I want to build these cars, you know? I don't want to be trying to build them when I'm 70 and I can barely move or, or who I knows, mean, you know? You'd be motivated for double the price, right? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and there comes a time, right, too. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm just trying to throw something yeah. in there, like throw some of our old things in there. You know, there. I have raised my I prices. I can't go back. I have raised the prices. You can't touch a complete bike on me now. It's twenty five hundred, three grand US, and and that's because like for me, sort not a complete bike too, especially with this COVID and everything. It's freaking hard to find tires, and it's free, you know it's just like, and it, I'm in Canada, so people don't realize Canada's never had a cruiser scene. We still don't, you know, really, and we don't have the bike shops and the suppliers in Canada like we're gonna bring in these cruiser parts. No, they're not. If they bring in the cruiser parts, they're just going to bring in the old typical little cruiser bars and, and you know, the, the Springer seat and, you know, just some whatever brand, uh, you know, of, of tires. They're not going to bring in, like, red, blue, and white stripe. And, you know, they're not going to waste their time because they're not going to sell it, you know. So, and that's where I'm at, too. Like, you know, like, location, 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 you know. So, I'll just kind of, like I said, if someone wants a frame for me, hit me up because you never know. I just like I said, I'm not doing too much. I'm I'm pretty keeping pretty low key, underground kind of, and but I'm not really out on the ground when you you know go to a bike show. <laughs> so you got I got one of my bikes every every cruise. I'm sorry. Can you guys hear me? Because uh, uh, all of a sudden the the volume's gone down. Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know what happened, but it just got all low right now. When is Rusty going to design hey, the next killer frame? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Soon, man. I just with them today. We were talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we got some. We got some questions here. Maybe we can 
Yeah, let's talk let's a bit about, yeah, yeah. Let's get another one. It was nice. Uh, can this one for Neil? Oh, I, uh, not, yeah. No, I haven't done anything for Motley Crue since the iHeart Festival. I did a, a sidecar bike and I did a giant tricycle. So, if you ever want to see those, uh, YouTube Motley Crue iHeart five minutes in, you'll see these crazy bikes come out and they were just done. Uh, done for their concert because it couldn't bring motorbikes out. But that's the last time I ever did anything for Motley Crue. All right, we got another one. Are you planning to release a new serial frame? And what do you think about serial production? Um, Let's go from Bicycle Trust. At the moment, no. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of a lot of things right now. Uh, I'm actually moving. I'm doing some work at a house. I'm building a new shop because uh, I bought a CNC machine and things like that. And uh, I'm just too busy to even get to that, the, this CNC machine, because I want to start designing some other things in that. But uh, I think I'm just going to, you know, keep with the basics, mainly just the fluid. You know, this, this year I only made about 20 frames, and uh, I think when they're kind of sold out, uh, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, at the time right now, it's, uh, you know, kind of first come, first serve. And, and for building something new, uh, you know, maybe, but not, not right now, you know, it's, it's not going to be till maybe winter or something where, you know, I got a little extra time and then, you know, I just, and usually when I do that, I just scratch away and just try pushing myself. Like I said, uh, if you've seen that bike I did with all the Zeds in it, that was just, maybe that is a cool bike. Maybe someone would buy it, you know, like I haven't really, uh, pushed it out there or anything like that. You know, maybe that could be the next, you know, production frame for fire bikes, you know? But when you look at the fire bike history and way back, I probably, I don't know, there's probably like 30 regular kind of designs have been floating around and there's pr probably another 20 or 30 that sometimes I've seen, like, I don't remember Bill not. And then you're like, oh, okay. You know, cause it's been so long, but, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. All right. I got another one here. Uh, not that easy. What do you think about Mikargi? Mikargi. Well, I don't really know them. Um, I know, uh, you know, they're just like anybody, you know, I don't know. They're like, they're main, they're a Taiwanese company, I'm sure. Um, you know, I'm sure they've, uh, copied a few bikes of, uh, of other people's or, or used some of the, you know, took some of their influences and, and put them into a bike. I'm sure like they got, you know, that three, four, six kind of dealio. Um, you know, and to me, basically three, four, six has been a Taiwanese bike ever since it came out anyhow. Uh, the real ones were the bass man, but, uh, you know, that was, you know, the OG, that was the real stuff. The rest of it's, you know, all been just China and, you know, don't let anyone fool you that it's been made in Holland, <laughs> you know, back in the day. But I know, like I said, Mark Cargi, it all comes down to money. And I guess, like I said, yeah, if they do steal it or, you know, they take something and do it, it'd be nice if, if you know, they recognize and paid you, but, I know from past experience when a big company takes, if they do take your bike, which they have with me, um, do you want to run around and chase a guy, you know, get lawyers involved in all this over, fuck, just build something else, you know? You know, I know you put your heart and soul in it and everything, but, you know, the true people, the true bike enthusiasts and that, they, they look around that and they'll buy yours, you know? It's like buying a, a Rolex, you know? You want a fake Rolex? Well, I can't afford a real one. I'll just go buy a fake one. And they're never going to buy one of your bikes anyways. You know, and that's where I kind of look at me. I'm like, you know, I kind of look, I'm the Ferrari bikes. And if you want to go buy the other one, then you obviously can't afford my bike anyways. And, 
you know, and, uh, you know, you're not really missing out, you know, it does suck though. If you see your, you know, your product out there and got ripped off and stamped out and, but it's biz. That's the way it goes. And, and if the cruiser scene was to get really huge, like, you know, like it's kind of huge in our community, we're all custom and we're all kind of custom building to that. But if, you know, if the big manufacturers ever catch on to that again and see a market for that again, they are going to take stuff we have and it's going to be in every fucking booth in, 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 uh, Interbike in Vegas and then in Eurobike in Europe. That, that's what they're going to do because they're going to, because it's like anything. One day road bikes are hot for five, 10 years and then road bikes done or, or BMX is hot and they go the trends because they want the money for the trends. But in the end of it, it comes down to, you know, that's where the true colors stand out. Like I said, I've been through the ups and downs and got copied and, you know, fucking all that stuff. And they're just there for oh. money and let them, let them have their little bit of money. Cause most people that are buying those bikes aren't going to buy your custom bike anyways. And, and then, and the unfortunate thing is some people buying those bikes don't know what they're buying. And so if you do see them and they're like, you know, we're going to give them a hard time because most of them are unaware of, of they're new to the scene and they just saw it and found it online or, you know, like they don't know, like, like, you know, why ride someone else or, you know, and I uh, bought there's, you know, just, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old and soft. Fuck. <laughs> you just need some new motivation. I, that's all I'm seeing, uh, Sam. We've chatted, I mean, nearly for two decades. We've had chats with each other over the years and we like kind of so co-supported each other, you know, holding each other up at these bike events all over the world, you know, moaning about like, Hey, you know, none of us giving up our day job <laughs> for for our for for this thing, and just loving it all the way through, right? And we're still I, just I, doing it. For me, I love the people, and love the traveling, and and for me, a build off. To be honest, I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but a build off to me, like if you really want to challenge me to a build off, I want a fucking day, one day, nothing ready, just show up and build it. Because to me, a true builder and a build off. A guy that's got skills can pound out a whole bike in a day. You know, I don't need six months to well, I mean, my fucking skills and all the tools. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, we, we provide that. me, send up to a bike shop or set up like OBC. Here's a challenge OBC. Bring a weld, bring a couple welders, bring a couple airs, bring some pipe, bring a roller, bring me in, bring a couple other guys in. We got one day. That way the people can come by and watch it and see how it's done. Sure, it's going to be on the fly and be fast. But you can see how it's done, and you can get an idea of how it is done, and it makes it more challenging, I think, than you're like, you know, you're sitting around and you're posting, oh, I did my spokes today, and you know, like, boom, no, I did the whole fucking thing today. It's not perfect. I sprayed it with a spray bomb, and that's what I want for a build off. Anyone wants to challenge me a build off, set it all up. I only want one day, and you can only have one day too, and. And don't be cad drawn, just fresh out of your mind and go for it. Drink some beers, build a bike, and in a day we'll let them pick the winner and give it away. 